and welcome to today's episode of Snippets of Scripture. Now today, um, we're going all the way back to the very beginning, mm. um, the beginning of the Bible, but also the beginning of creation, the beginning of the world. Um, we're reading from Genesis 1 verse 1 today. Dylan, can you give us our reading? Yeah, of course, the origin story, so to speak. <laughs> Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, this single verse really is probably one of the, uh, I think one of the most significant in the Bible in terms mm. of what we can glean from God's character mm. um, and, and what we can glean from, I guess, scripture itself. It, in a way, it shapes the entire framework or worldview that Christians view the world because, you know, God created the world and we worship God. And so this is the starting point of everything, everything we know and everything that we hold dear. So in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. Mm. Um, one of the you know first things we can take from this is just knowing that God Himself existed before the beginning. Yeah. You know, if God um, didn't exist at the beginning, how could He be there to create things in point. the beginning? So yeah. it's kind of like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He has existed since before the beginning of time because you know He He is God. He is eternal. He has always existed, and then at a certain point, He decided to create everything else. Yeah. A special word for that: His self-existence is His aseity. Mm. His aseity, God's aseity. Let me say that once more. Aseity. <laughs> it's a great word. That it's is a, great a, a God's self-existence. Mm, that's it. Um, everything that God needs to exist um, does not come from His creation, but is self-contained within His yeah. very essence. And tied into that, but also I guess tying into the fact that God created everything is you know what we call God's impassibility. Right. What um, does that mean? The, the fact that you know nothing that God has been created can affect Him in any way. Sure. Um, because he, he creates all things, he sustains all things, nothing really happens that has not been, I guess, or, ordained or, or directed by him. So there's nothing that can affect him in a way that he has not allowed it to happen. So that sort of age-old, you know, teenage question of like, can God like serve a ball so fast that he can't return it? That's sort of getting at that idea, is it? Mm. God's impassibility? Yeah. That, yeah, nothing that he creates will affect him mm. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, next on the list of, uh, you know, the number of things we can glean about God from this passage is God's holiness. You know, to be holy mm. is to be set apart. God, because God existed before his creation, he himself is set apart from his creation. He is not part of his creation. He has not been created. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he can't act in his creation. You know, he, he sent his son to die for us. He, he acts in the world today. Our God is living and active. So that's not to say that because he's apart from the creation, he doesn't, he doesn't act in the creation, but that... Yeah, he is a distinct um, being from all things that have been created. Um, you know, we've also got the God being all-powerful. You know, you, you've got to be pretty powerful to create Very powerful. everything uh, that exists. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, in such a way that nothing that God created could have been more powerful than him. So he maintains mm. power or control over everything that's been created. And when we get to the New Testament, John uses very similar language, doesn't he? In the mm. first verse yep. of his gospel, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and mm. the word was God. He's hearkening back to Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. Mm. And who's he talking of there? He's talking of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And in that little picture, uh, we get a sense of this really important title that God has far before the title that he gains as creator mm. that we read in Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. For if God, the Son, Jesus Christ, existed before the creation of the world, as the Holy Spirit, as well as the Holy Spirit, mm. then God, the Father, the first person of the Trinity, has always existed as God the Father. Mm. So that is to say, His title as God the Father pre-existed and 
you know, is probably of primary importance as opposed to God the Creator. Mm. And it's that loving and generous and outflowing sense of identity that he chooses to express himself in as mm. God the Father. Uh, and it's a wonderful reminder that actually uh, there are, you know, other religions that have gods as their creators, gods as their, uh, you know, means for sufficiency and that kind mm. of thing. But very few of them have God as their father, mm. as this loving being. And that's a sense of what we'll get in the rest of the Genesis account, that mm. God is not making the heavens and the earth unsympathetically. Rather, he's doing it like a loving father in the way that he raises his children. He is involved. He is continually present as he lovingly creates the heavens and the earth.